coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to the second hour of Old School right here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. The conversations and the deals that are made during the break are probably the best things that we can't air. This was top shelf. <laughs> this, was, this, this was top shelf. This is oh, top shelf. It's like, going to be good. Like, it's going to be good. Jay, am I wrong? Is that not top? If it, if it, if it, if it happens, it's, it's going to be pretty funny. If this comes to fruition... <laughs> I don't even know. Um, I'll ask the question. Uh, so I have some of the walk-in video. I had a tech going, dude, where are all the entry tapes from last night? Where are all the videos? <laughs> all right. So of there's Alexa see, Bliss. What did you see somebody on the text line? The devil made me do that, what they said before. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good over guy. Uh, so Bianca Bella was the only one that went in the other direction. Mm-hmm. But Liv, there's... Alexa Bliss. Mela, I, I have one already posted. So you can choose between Alexa Bliss and Liv. Neither one's they're both it's both did it's a win. <laughs> like it's 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 a win. Like there's no Jay, am I am I wrong? Is that not like a win win? Like you can't really like, there was no bad real estate going on in there. <laughs> like, you know, location, location, location. Rico? You always choose right by the stairs. It's very important. Liver, liver. Who do I you don't know. Uh, Alexa or, or, or Liv? Let's go, let's go Liv. Okay. Uh, I, that's the one I'll put on Twitter. And there you go. You guys can have that. Uh, they're like, send them. I'm like, come on, bro. I already. Popular request. <laughs> it It's popular. We'll do that. Um. Yeah, so. The what's up with that video segment from SNL? There's there's a couple of things that are in play. One, we have to find Rico. What are, are we are we mutual? Jay, what color is that suit that we need to find? Yeah, Chardonnay. That's, is that a Chardonnay suit? It's either a California red or a or a or a Spanish red suit. That's what that is. It's a wine red. That is a wine red. That is a pimp purple. That is a deep <laughs> deep pimp purple red. Yeah. Right, and it's a three piece. So we got to get the whole vest, and then you got the the, the the pink collared shirt. Yeah, you you got some work to do. And then what color is that tie? Is that yeah, white? I mean, I'm just looking it, from afar. Is it right? White or is it purple white. with like gold in it? We'll give him white. Okay, just so it pops a little bit. So so we need to go to Pimps Are Us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thing. That's a website. I've looked it up. Yeah, you know, Pimp Web. <laughs> The pimp collection. Pimpin.com. Yeah, the the pimp collection. Give me that Cat Williams size. Right, right. <laughs> the mini me size. Yeah, the micro mini pimp. <laughs> micro mini. <Yeah. laughs> the micro mini pimp. Yeah, I like. And then we. I have th- tired of your presence. Uh, that 
like the the funny the bad part is that like most of the lines from the from from most of the pimps that we know we can't like no you know, cannot say no, we no. can't really go that but pinky is is the one that makes it uh especially at christmas <laughs> yeah everybody yes. gets everybody gets pinky at christmas um everybody has an uncle pinky <laughs> Do they? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Jay, I don't know. Oh yeah, Jay. I got several. Maybe not the maybe not like the exact, but like the mannerisms. Oh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. The oh, mannerisms. Oh, oh, not, oh, the, not the pimp. That's my uncle Marvin. But the like that's my uncle Marvin. Yeah. Like yeah. the yeah. That's my everybody uncle has Marvin. an uncle Pinky. That's my mm-hmm. uncle Marvin. Mm-hmm. Jay. Oh, we call him Blood. Uncle, <laughs> uncle Blood. <laughs> uncle Blood. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's perfect like and they always have a phrase that they they yell at you all the time and it's constant so yeah. there's that um jay I asked you yesterday right that coach foreman independent of all things coach foreman yep gonna line up this offensive line he's gonna go up and down the roster and he's gonna pick five now he said he's. Then he just said, "I need to pick eight. Mm-hmm. Like, he well, I'm just saying if uh, that's what generally, that's what NFL rosters generally activate okay. on a Sunday. Okay. When I was here, need, what you do needed you need eight. from? Him? What do you need? All, for it doesn't matter who's out there. Okay. For me, if I'm coaching or if I'm my mind of minds, I'm thinking. Yeah. All I need here's what I need for you guys to do. One, know what you're doing and do it to your best ability, and do not. Lose us the game. You're going to have a game where you're not on your A game or you're playing against, say, you're playing against Bama. Okay, it's going to be tough sledding. But what I do not need you guys to do and what what, what I'm going to – what we're, where we're going to start is that we are going to be nothing but when we play against top-notch competition, we're going to break even. And when we play against teams that we should be beating, we are going to be part of the positive. So we're not going to go – and make teams better than they should be because we can't line up or four of us are going running to play the right way and one guy's going the opposite way and the guy that goes opposite way misses the block that we could go house call to start the season off last year. Or we're not going to be thinking that, um, you know, field goal protection is just a, a average play and, you know, we get blown over and then, you know, affects the extra point or, you know, the – ability to make a field goal. We're going to be able to establish a line of scrimmage. We're, not, we're going to be able to um, not as, you know, you know, allow penetration. We're going to try to, you know, obviously move, you know, establish a new line of scrimmage, so forth and so on. Um, and you do that, and realistically, you do that, you know, almost every game or a majority of the, of, of the games, you know, high percentage, 80%, 90% of the games, you know, that's how you can flip the – um, record from three and nine to nine and three, just like that. Now it's not all dependent on that, but if your offensive line starts to play as a cohesive unit, the run the running game becomes more clear. The passing lanes become obviously, you know, the ability to call passing plays. Your playbook say goes from five to fifteen plays. Um, you're able to you know play defense better because then you're going to be more rested. You're going to be more physical. You're going to actually going to become more dynamic. Dynamic, people think, is this is what people usually think of dynamic. Be able to run all these fancy plays that somehow nobody's ever seen before. 
and there's not anybody on the other side of the the the, the field that plays defense and they're all going to run into each other so you're so dynamic that you're going to be running plays up and down the field and it's going to look like seven on seven on on grass dynamic to me is where you're able to run the ball f- effectively in in at least two ways ideally three can i can i line up and just run our basic and say inside outside zone um can we actually then can we throw a change up get you you know run the ball on third down right so maybe that's a crack toss um i'll even call like a jailbreak screen or some kind of like quick hit and trap but then also can we line up and, and and also beat you up right whether we go two tight ends three tight ends reduce formation set and throw in like a little power option fullback trap all that type of stuff that's to me that's dynamic then you take it to the passing game can we hit you with the intermediate can we get you with the screen game and then can we beat you deep they all go together that's how you become dynamic and so and it all starts up front and um you know it's not you know you're not asking these guys to go from a, um, a much maligned group to the the hogs or when the redskins are played or like when you know the pipeline when nebraska is here or the great Patriots offensive line, or anybody like that. We're asking you just to, and and I don't even want to say say it just to. This is our starting point. This is the foundation that ten years from now we're gonna have to be at. Okay, we are gonna be nothing but a positive here, and what you know what I'm saying. And so, and we're gonna continue to get better day in and day out, and game in and game out. So, if they take that mentality and take it play by play and everything's important footwork the the details and knowing what you're doing why you're doing it how you're doing it and the and the reason you're doing it um and then continue to move as as one as five guys right um you know it could be a a, a great turnaround and a great story and it's going to lead to you know the team to the more victories cuz it's going to make the defensive line better faster it's going to make the inside linebackers better it's going to make everybody better and everybody's going to be more a part of it and then you'll see the, the ability to add different type of packages right for a chancellor for Alante brown for you know whoever it is you'll see different packages because the thing that that, that when you get off the bus you know what you're getting with the o-line you know what i'm saying and so once we get back to that we'll be we'll be pretty good what is priority one which position is priority one for this offensive line um oh well uh, I think they, I think it's all of them, but I think what's priority one is everybody coming back healthy. Okay. So then the competition can really take form. Teddy. I'm going to get into your head. I'm going to get into your head because of all the things that you just asked this offensive line to do, right? All the things that you want to do. The first thing that you have to do is secure the middle. Yeah. Well, uh, to answer your question, is in any defense, any offense, you're, I, I'm, I'm, I come from that you need to be strong up the middle, okay, right. or good up the middle. Because it, it doesn't matter what your hinges and your boundaries do if they can just gut you. Right. So center position and guards, um, I'm sure they pretty, feel pretty comfortable about the guard positions, right? I'm, I'm assuming. Like I said, I haven't, you know, I haven't been down there. I haven't been watching practice or anything like that, but I'm just going off of last year. Um, but, see, those things will take form. When health comes, what do, what do you do with Turner Cochran, who steps up over the summer? Um, you got Henry, you know, and all these other guys. And then you got, you know, whether Williams, you know, the, the plays inside, whether the Henry, I think Henry, the tackle from um, Ohio, or Oklahoma State, what he does or doesn't do. Can he play inside in a pinch? 
where the versatility comes. A lot of it's dependent on health, but I think, you know, up through the middle, center and both guards. Now, what makes a good center is two guards. What makes guards good, center. So it's all a cohesive unit. And it necessarily you don't – you know, Cam Jurgens would have been great to come back because I think, you know, granted, he went second round, but it's something that where you could kind of get your rookie year in college, but now he's getting paid for it, so so be it. You're not going to replace Cam Jurgens day one there. You're going to have to replace Cam Jurgens by the unit. What do you get you, what I'm saying? You've got to be more want, of a cohesive unit. What's going to be the first most important thing for whoever man center for this for this group? Because he's got a lead. He's got a lead. Um, you know, he's got, he's a signal caller. He's the guy that he's the guy that you know Casey Thompson's played before. We hadn't played here. He hasn't played in his offensive system. Neither is the center. So they're both going together. So those two. Got to be lock and step. So they got to read coverages. They got right. to read pressure. And they, there's they, things that Casey could be looking for that he needs to make sure is checked. Like hey, get him in him out of a, in a, in or out of a protection, or if it's something that the, he feels during a game that has happened to him prior. This is the protection at work or an adjustment that they make on the sideline. So, you know, the center position, the communication is key, right? And then getting everybody to go and making sure that you're working as a cohesive unit. And, and, and that's huge. I mean, well, I remember going against Tom Nalen. Tom Nalen was uh, – they had him listed at 285. Homeboy might have been 270, 65, quick as a cat. Mm. But then you had Dan Neal next to him. And then you had – you know, they had multiple guys, you know, next to him. But the way they moved, there was – it didn't matter – their size or their experience because they were all moving together. The the best offense and like granted you got to have guys that are good players, but the just like when the Patriots used to win Super Bowls and when they had Corey Dillon, Antoine Smith, none of those guys generally made Matt Light made Pro Bowls, but other guys didn't. They were kind of Nate Solder, and then there was always like a mix of cast of characters in there. They would take a guard, he would end up at center or be some guy that they drafted, you know, late in, in the draft, and he would end up being starting. And they got Andrews now, who, you know, is a pretty, you know, good center. But, he's, you know, he's not, like, you know, causing waves when he gets there. But what they've always done with the Patriots lines, um, Pittsburgh had a lot of pro bowlers. But you just think of this as, like, a the Patriots line and other offensive lines, that the way that they move and that the way that they play, there's no there's no wasted steps and there's no penetration from the defense, so they're always operating as a positive. If and then they get better together, it makes the individual player get better. And this is what people don't understand: you could have a great player, and he could go dominate. Like I could be, I could go and dominate my guy Rico. Okay, so I'm a great individual, but beat a great offensive line. I got to do my job and I got to make sure that your job is easier because if I run and blow Rico up and there's an inside shade on say like me, right? Or so DP goes, gets you and the play's going here and there's an inside shade. I can't get there without DP. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, so say Rico's lined up right here. Me and DP are guard and tackle and we got a scoop up to the, you know, we're running a scoop block. So the play with in this case would be going to the right we're kind of moving in unison, trying to hook block or trying to. I'm trying to get leverage on Rico. I'm gonna tap. He's got to make sure I tap you on the shoulder right. until he's got you. Until I can get head up with you, or I can get in front of you, or cut you, or steal you off. But if you just literally tap Rico and go blow that linebacker up, that's great. That's on TV. And, and oh man, DP ear But I that left guy. you hanging. Right. Well, here he goes, mm-hmm. blowing right through me, and everybody's like, man, he Jay Foreman needs to re- be replaced. He can't block a. 
block that guy. And I still have to do the first thing, which is gap control. I got to help you. I got to help and hold until you get there. But I also – you need to know you don't have all day to get there because I got work to do at the next yeah. level. The center is so vital into this thing because they have to they have to see what what's being hidden from the defense, right? Right, because defense is going to hide from you. They're not going to tell you what they're going to do, and you've got to call it and communicate it, it's, and then make it work. It's huge because when you hear when you see the draft, oh, can he get to the second level? There is no second level if you don't take care of the first level. So that's what's huge. Really, the biggest thing is these guys got to. Go through the competition where there's eight to ten guys, and, and Coach Rayola said it best. He wants to have ten guys that he knows that he can get out there and play. One, because the competition is every week, but then two, there's continuity. Somebody rolls an ankle or just they've earned playing time. And that's when Nebraska was really good where you, you didn't really see a big fall off from the starters that, say, played the first three series and the guys that were the backups or rotational players came in and played a series or subbed in, you know, for a guy here or there. Um being a cohesive unit and knowing why you're doing it, how you're doing it, and the reason you're doing it is going to pay dividends off these guys and you, and you make it more simple. You know, so, you know, sometimes I felt like last year they, they it was like these guys were moving too rigid, you know, and they were kind of like almost like, like almost looked like a science project. It was like, you know, just looked paralyzed at time versus mm-hmm. – you know, going out there, okay, this is it. This is what we got here. And everything's kind of has continuity, whether it's first and second down blocking schemes and third and X, Y, and Z. You're going to get the generally well, around react, the same look. It's read and react blocking, blocking instead of assignment blocking. Well, it's setting the tone. You know, set the tone. You know where you're going before the defense does. It, it, right? It, it, Don't catch. It should, it should seem – it should be – it. it through all of it, which is why I wanted to have the discussion. Don't catch – you know, make them catch you. So, I think a lot of times you they were kind of – I can't really say. Like I said, I wasn't involved, but I'm just saying. Just well, you're, from, I mean, but from a football from, IQ, it doesn't right, it matter. Right, looked like they weren't. We're they they were thinking way too much, yeah. offensive line wise. Now it might be it might be true or not, but at the end of the day, I just felt like maybe that was it. And and it's not all the fault of the coach. It's not all the fault of the players. It's just the way that you know they were processing it. And and maybe you know I think I I I do think when you hear some of the offensive line guys talk and offensive players talk, just from Offensive line, tight end, things are mm-hmm. seemed like a lot clearer and simpler. Rico, you were, you were, you were into your phone. I, huh? I, I had something and then that didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think, I just think it's, it's I, I just think, in in football, yes, it's it's you know, there's different running schemes and all this stuff right now, and and, and you know, it's so different. You know, the football is different and everything. You know, the, somehow the football, the football field is still the same. Okay, and there's still one football, which is really, really cool that actually that hasn't changed, right? So you're not having two footballs and hide one in your back pocket and throw it to <laughs> DP. That, you know, the the things that you can make simple for teams or for players generally will le- lead you to be more consistent because you can be more aggressive. And even if you aren't doing it technically perfect, you're blowing up the play and you're making football plays. If it, you If this group – and this is a little toward the break. When we come back, we'll, we'll get a little deeper into it. But if this group figures out what it's supposed to do the most often at the highest level, whatever that thing is, the center position is vital. Oh, yeah. Because if you can't run dive, if you cannot match up and go one-on-one in that space, then it 
complicates the guard play on both sides. It complicates the tackle play. It complicates the quarterback read. It complicates everything. So the center position, and I'm just going to keep harping on it, from the middle, the game. this team will be successful offensively from the middle out. And if you don't know what you're going to ask that center to do, then you don't know what you're going to ask everybody else to do. We'll come back. We'll ask Jay Foreman. Break down the center position because for, for a guy that had to sit across, stand across from it, Jay can tell you what works and what doesn't. We'll talk about that when we come back. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.